0: Hello, beautiful best friends. Welcome back to Rent Free with Mackenzie Davis. Today, we're starting a new season, I guess you could say. I don't know how else I would quantify this, considering it's been almost an entire year since I've made a podcast episode, which I am sorry about. I know you guys probably already know, but I graduated and I went to Italy and I had a grad party, and it was just a really chaotic time in my life. Also, Getting ready to go to grad school, I think, was a big transition for me. But I finally feel like comfortable in that I have time and I have my schedule and I am able to do this again without being (laughs) super stressed out. So you can expect a new episode from me every Monday. It's not going to be like at 12 a.m. on the dot every time because I just already know that there's going to be some weeks where I'm editing on a Sunday and I don't post until like 12 on a Monday. But expect it on a Monday always, okay? I'm usually pretty good about at least having it on the date of. Figure that since the last podcast episode I made, I've gained about 50,000 followers, which is so crazy to even say. But that being said, there's a lot of you guys that probably have never heard my podcast and I wanted to give you a little intro of what I'm hoping this will be and what I'm hoping for this podcast. Anything and everything that lives rent free in my head is kind of what this is for. It doesn't have to be related to real estate, but it oftentimes is. I try to keep it kind of centered on my niche, of course, but you know, lifestyle. I'm also in school for psychology and I am a student. So that's like a big thing that I like to pull from. Just life, mental health is huge. I'm a huge advocate for mental health. And then Of course, like all things real estate. I used to have a lot of guests on the podcast, but I don't know if I'm going to be doing that as often this time around. I just found that it was really hard to coordinate. And then I was never in person with the people, and I just didn't like the energy through Zoom. So, you know, if there is somebody who would be willing to like come in person, I also don't have like a podcast studio. If you guys are an OG, you'll remember my miniature blue microphone that was $4 from Amazon, and that is what I am recording on right now. I went through like this whole era last time where I bought four different microphones and returned them because the audio sucked, and I don't know if it was something I was doing, but this $4 microphone holds true to be the best one that I've ever had, so I'm going to continue to use it. But I don't really want to have a guest and then give them a $4 Amazon miniature microphone to use. So I'll kind of cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah, basically all I wanted to say is you can kind of expect a little bit of everything from me on this podcast. So all of that being said, I think I'm going to go ahead and get started with the content of what this episode is actually meant to be, which is... I think I'm titling it something like budget like you mean it. You guys know me, like my budget is something I hold very near and dear to my heart. But I've recently gotten onto budget talk, like budget TikTok. And it has shown me that I truly don't know anything about Google Sheets. Like the capabilities on this platform are freaking endless. And I literally have mine in front of me right now because I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things and like how you can budget and why I think it's important, especially if you're going to invest and those sorts of things. But I plan to totally revamp mine after this episode because I have seen life-changing things on that app. But essentially, like what like about a budget is like so important? And also like why does it make me excited? I think that there is so much potential in keeping track of your income and your spending and making sure that you're allocating a certain amount. I've done both. Like I have made a lot of money and not budgeted. I've made a lot of money and budgeted. I've made not a lot of money and not budgeted, you know, just like everything under the sun. I've tried it all. And I feel more comfortable when I do track my spending and give myself certain amount of money to like spend in each category because I know that like I'm spending within my means and i'm also saving at the same time. So, basically like the way that i have my budget set up, my spreadsheet has multiple tabs on it. I have like a really weird like income because real estate is super variable and then i have a graduate assistantship at Towson where like they pay me but they also pay for my tuition. Sometimes i babysit, sometimes i dog sit, and then i do brand deals. And then there's also just, like, miscellaneous, like, I don't know, for example, um, the creator fund is, like, super random and variable, and then I, like, sell a real estate guide online. So it's just complicated. I feel like I almost, like, wish I just had, like, a paycheck every month that I could guarantee I had this certain amount of money, but... That's another reason why I think this is so important to talk about because as a real estate professional, like, you will never have that. And if I kind of knew that going in, I think I would have approached things differently and probably would have saved a lot more money because it feels like you're getting so much money all at once because you, you are. But if you don't look at it like you're just getting a chunk of your salary at one time, I think it can be super detrimental Because really, like you could sell a house and then not sell one for another three months. And so that ten thousand dollar paycheck that you got is your income for four months. Like, you know, it's not like, oh my gosh, 10 grand, I'm gonna go buy a Louis bag. And that is kind of how I felt in the beginning, which to be fair, I mean I was a college student. It's not like I really had like very many bills, but I still shouldn't have been just like frivolously spending and I'm lucky to like have a good head on my shoulders, I like to think at least. So I wasn't really going and doing those sorts of things. But again, like I should have saved more. Um, It wasn't until the end of my first summer in real estate that I actually got a financial planner and started working through these things. And they kind of changed my mindset about budgeting in general because I was of the mindset that I should just save 50% of whatever I make and then I can spend whatever else I want to. And I didn't have specific categories or any goals. I would just throw 50% into my checking and 50% into my savings, which worked for me when I was like 14 and I worked at a deli. But when you do make these large amounts of money, there's no reason that you need $5,000 to spend in your checking account at one time. And so they helped me set up all these different accounts, which is not necessarily on the topic of budgeting, but I'll give you guys just like a general overview. I have talked about this before on TikTok and on old podcast episodes. So sorry if you've already heard this, but they had me set up a tax account, which is an entirely separate bank account so that when I get large commissions, I put my tax money into that account and I don't touch it. I don't even look at that account and I think that's really helpful because you really shouldn't be spending your tax money or even considering it like it's yours. So that's one account they had me set up. It's just like a regular standard savings. Then I opened life insurance, which people have their opinions about. I mean, I understand why people think it's a scam sometimes, but it genuinely is a tax free like bucket that you can put money into and then pull your money out and it's invested in the stock market. And you, once you're like 60, you you get a lot more of a return on your investment. So do your own research on that. I have had a lot of comments about people being like, you got scammed. And it's like, okay, I know what I'm doing with my money. I'm not just like doing what my financial planners suggest. But they also had me open a non-qualified savings account, which is another one of those sort of tax-free buckets. I wanted to come intersect this while I'm editing because I find this to be the most important part that I just randomly decided to leave out. My financial planner is completely free. I go to Northwestern Mutual and I'm sure that they have other places just like this, but this person that I go to was highly recommended in my area by other real estate professionals. So I decided that would probably be the best route to go. And I thought I was going to have to pay but I didn't and obviously that's even better. They actually make commission just like we do in real estate where like, if I, for example, bought my life insurance plan, they got a commission on that. I think if I make money, they make money. I don't really truly know. All I know is that I'm happy with the work that they've done for me. And where i'm at right now so if you're looking to like get your foot in the door i highly recommend northwestern mutual they're like a nationwide company too so you shouldn't have trouble finding a person and hell if you are interested like i'll literally give you my person because she slays okay that's all i want to say So it's another tax-free bucket that's invested into the stock market and then they set up a roth ira for me which is you can put I think six thousand dollars in it each year and I typically max that out in the beginning of each year and then I contribute to the other accounts as I can and every paycheck that I get is then split up between those accounts. I make sure that my general savings account has the number I'm comfortable with. Because the way that it works is like the beginning of the month, I take money from my general savings, put it into my checking for exactly how much I've budgeted for the entire month, and then any money that I make throughout the month goes right into my savings. And then everything else goes into my investments. And so that's kind of the plan that they set up for me in like the shortest form. I could explain it a a lot more in depth, but that's basically how I work for my like basic budgeting. So then... uh, That's like how I do things still, but I'm going to change my kind of outlook on things a little bit because my goals are changing a tiny bit too. And it's harder when you start having more bills to just budget that way, if that makes sense. I have a lot more to keep track of now because I do pay tuition, even though my um, graduate assistantship covers most of my tuition, there's still like these fees and stuff that are pretty hefty each semester. Um, and so I'm paying monthly for those and like just all these different bills and things to worry about. And so I learned about this new budgeting thing, which I'm not going to speak on in this podcast because I don't know enough about it, but I think it's called like the 50, 30, 20. Yeah. 50, 30, 20. And you're supposed to like put 50% of your income towards your necessities. I could be saying this so wrong. Um, 30% towards like your, mm, I think towards your wants, and then twenty percent towards your savings, and that can like include investments and stuff. So it's up to you to like determine what is like a want and what's a need and all those things. But I um, I like this idea a lot, considering I'm now starting to save to buy a house, and. That is obviously a big expense. My problem with it is that I know that I can do it for free. Like, I don't, I'm not going to have to pay, like, hardly anything for my house because I am a realtor and because, like, I'm going to use down payment assistance and I'm going to do all these different things. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know that I should still be saving because, like, you never know what's going to happen and whatever. So I decided to start saving for that. And so I'm changing my budget around a little bit to be way more intentional with how I am spending my money and saving my money. And I feel like I'm entering this era of my life where social media is starting to take more of a forefront in my income, which is really awesome and great, but I need to be more intentional with the way that I'm saving and spending my money. If you asked someone in my life, like, I am sure they would tell you that I am neurotic already and I do have OCD and I think that as I'm working through how that presents for me, I think that um, money is a big one where I'm constantly um, stressing and obsessing and compulsing over it just because of how I was raised and, you know, whatever. That part doesn't really matter for this episode either, but it's just something that I'm very conscious of. So it's, I just think from the outside looking in, people would say that I have a good hold on my finances, which I know like that I do, but it's just one of those things that could always be a little bit better. And um, so yeah, so that's kind of like where my budget's at, like what I'm doing with my budget, how I'm changing it. But what I really wanted to like hone in on for you guys in this episode is just like, The importance of having a budget and how you can use that to like totally change your life. You even like look at your bank account, which should have your monthly spending. I know that everyone would be shocked at like how much money they're spending if you're not already on top of it. Because every single time that I would do this when I wasn't keeping track, I would be like, no way I spent that much on going out to eat. No way I did x y and z and since changing the way that i do this i don't really even notice a difference in like my my day-to-day like i'm not like oh i shouldn't be eating out i shouldn't be doing this it's just that because i'm conscious of what i spend i am not worried about spending too much like it's in the background of my mind um always which is kind of how I prefer it I guess I don't know just to be like more conscious of the things that I'm doing (laughs) Then I fell down this like rabbit hole where I'm like okay think about that money that you've spent in the past and I'm not trying to be like what's that guy's name Dave Ramsey where he's like if you didn't spend five dollars on a coffee every single day you would be a millionaire by now like no I want my freaking coffee I'm gonna drink my coffee every single day like don't tell me what to spend my money on type of thing But it is kind of interesting when you look at it and you're like, damn, you know, like if I did eat out like less every week, like I could like buy a house, like I could buy an investment property that will like earn me passive income for the rest of my life. Like, and then when you put it into that perspective, it completely changes your perception of like money in general, just like what you could be doing with it, like I always feel like this sense of guilt, and I don't know if that's just me, but like, I'm always like, wow, like this is kind of crazy. Another aspect of having a budget that I think is so important is it ensures that like you're not spending money that you don't have. And I don't know that I've ever really had a problem with this because when I got my first credit card on my 18th birthday, I never looked at credit cards like, Oh, this thing I can use to spend like all this money. I just kind of looked at it like my debit card and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to spend more than I have in my account. And so I never really like took advantage of that, but I know that that is a problem that a lot of people have and it affects their credit like a ton. So obviously, when you have a bad credit score, you can't really buy a house. I mean, you can, but it depends on what your score is and then you don't qualify for like programs that could really save you a lot of money. So it's just beneficial to have a hold on your credit in general. But I think like having a budget and just making yourself look at what you're spending and what money you have, what you're bringing in really gives you a reality check and you're like, oh shit, well, I'm not going to go buy like that $4,000 TV this month because like I'm actually spending 100%, 120% of my income. And that's really important. And, you know, I'm saying, I keep saying like, oh, to buy a house, to like get an investment property and that's just cuz that's like what my mindset is but really you could frame this any way that you want for your specific lifestyle like what is it that you want what are you trying to buy what are your goals for the future and like think about that and how much sooner you could achieve those goals if you just looked at the money that you're making every month and the money that you're spending and i swear to god it'll change your life like i cannot even believe like how much it's changed my perspective other thing too that this is kind of like sad well it's not sad but it's just like you should be saving for a rainy day like people always say like save for emergencies and stuff because I know that in my past like oh I'm, my savings are always for fun things like I'm like oh I'm saving to go on a trip like I went to Italy and I saved for that and like saving for things that you're planning for. But saving for things you're not planning for is just as important, if not more important, because you genuinely don't know like what's going to happen to you, which is a scary thought. But I mean, I've had car things come up. I've had like all these different things. And honestly, like my car is part of my job. Like, I mean, getting to school, it's like how I do life. And if I didn't have a car, I would be screwed. If my car breaks and I have to like all of a sudden buy a new car, like I don't really want to pay a monthly payment because my car is paid off right now. So it's like, Think about those things, too. It's like, what are you actually preparing yourself for? Like, if you can pay to get your car fixed instead of having to go buy a new car and take out another loan, like, you're actually saving yourself a lot more time and money and energy and just, like, setting yourself up for a lot more if you are saving for those emergencies. And I should take a word of my own advice for this one because I'm not that great about saving for things that I don't know are coming. Like, I'm much more of, like, a planner. For the things I know that are happening. Another thing that I'll say about this, which I think really, really helps, and I don't know why it does because it's just a silly little saying, but it's give every dollar a job and for some reason, like breaking it down like that is so helpful to me where I'm like, oh yeah, like, okay, I did make $6,000 on a house. But every single one of those $6,000 can have a different job. And it's like, oh, yeah, like I can afford to save a lot more than I think, or I can like put $25 towards home savings or whatever you're trying to save for, because every dollar has a value. And over time, that value accumulates. And depending where you put it, it might accumulate a little faster than another place. But just having that. Mindset in general was really helpful to me. Like, even if I make $60 babysitting, like putting 30 of those dollars towards buying a house, like over time, those things do add up. And so, just one of those really important things I feel to kind of shift your perspective and help you um, be better about managing your money, budgeting your money, and reaching your goals and whatever those goals are that you've set for yourself. So I think that is basically everything I wanted to say this week about being on your budgeting grind, why it's important, especially if you want to invest in real estate, and kind of like what I'm doing with my budget. I also feel like it's helpful to talk these things through, like you guys are my besties and I needed to just kind of explain that because money is stressful and it does stress me out constantly just because I have... A lot of different things to pay for and different bills. And just like everybody else, I mean, I know I'm not different from other people, but it is helpful to plan and helps me feel more in control of my life and my future. So I hope this kind of inspired you or maybe like gave you a little reality check. Sometimes we need that. um, or maybe you're doing just fine and you have an insane great budget. And if you do send me a link because I want to see it, <laughs> um no, I'm just kidding. I mean, unless you want to, like, then that's fine. But um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you found this to be, like, helpful in some way. And I'm really excited to be back and to talking to you guys. And I'm always looking for more ideas. So if you have anything you want me to talk about that you think I could talk about for, like, 30 minutes, let me know. Um, And I'd be happy to do that, too. And yeah, this was Rent Free, guys. I will see you next Monday. Love you. Bye.